Hello you utterly amazing person. Welcome to Nourish Your Wellbeing with Becky of BB Holistic Therapy. In today's episode, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about overcoming setbacks. I know all of us at times in our life will have challenges where we've been working really hard to improve our well-being, whether you've been focusing on your fitness, whether you've been focusing on your nutrition, your sleep, whatever it is. And sometimes in life we just have these times where it can all get a bit too much and we make so much progress and then we have to take a step back. I really understand how hard this is. And so I wanted to share with you today some of my tips, some of my advice of how you can kind of overcome these setbacks and still work on your well-being and be able to be the best version of yourself. Now, if you follow me, if you know my story, you'll know that I've had a lot of health issues over the last year and that I'm currently awaiting heart surgery. Hopefully when this is live and you'll listen to it, I would have already had it. But at the point of recording this, I'm still waiting for the surgery. And part of the preparation for that is I've had to come off my heart medication to make sure it's out of my system. It's one of those um, medicines that you have to build up in your system for it to be able to work effectively. And so for, for them to be able to do the procedure and see what's truly going on with my heart, I have to have that medication out of my system. So adjusting to life without that medication has been quite hard because I've realised what impact it actually has on my daily life, how it's made me be able to kind of have some form of normalcy, even though my heart has still had issues, which is obviously why I need the surgery. But still, that medication allowed me to do, you know, some more movement, not as much as I'd like to do, and I had to limit it. But since coming off the medication... I haven't been able to do my daily workouts that I would usually do and I've become more dizzy. I, you know, my heart's been all over the place and I haven't felt myself. And that's really hard when you've gone from feeling in a reasonably good place to suddenly taking a step back and it brought back all these symptoms, all these feelings that I had of how I felt last year. And that made it quite difficult because I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? I feel like I'm going back to square one. Now, I appreciate in the grand scheme of things, this period that I'm going through is short term. But sometimes when we have these setbacks in our lives, it can push us the other way and we can feel like we're never making any progress. And I've certainly had a couple of low days without a doubt because I'm someone who's active and I want to be doing stuff and when I can't I find that hard and I'm sure many of you can relate to that. So I had a really good chat with my friend and she was like, oh come on, you know, there's certain things you can't do at the moment but that there's so much more you can do. You just need to process how you're reacting to this and just give yourself that permission and then you can guide yourself further and know how you can manage in these coming weeks. And I was like yeah, you're right. You're so right. And I knew this and I knew all of that. But sometimes it's that's where it's really healthy, isn't it? To talk to your tribe, to talk to your family and go, actually, it's okay if I'm having a bit of a wobble. 
but what I need to do is work out how I can overcome that, how I can still continue to nurture my well-being and not let it have a negative impact on my mental health. So what I've started to do is remind myself what I can do. Okay, and at the moment it's very much day by day because I have better days, I have bad days and I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to be feeling and obviously some days I've been feeling quite dizzy so I haven't been able to do a huge amount on those days. But what I can do is I can walk. I can't walk super fast because (laughs) my heart will kick off. (laughs) But do you know what? I can plod and that's okay. So I've had days where I've gone out for little plods, in, as I call them, little plodding walks in the woods. And it's been so uplifting and really lovely. I've been making time to do meditation. And just not long meditations, but just pausing for a few minutes, either listening to a guided meditation or just being really present and just focusing on something. And I've just slowed my pace down and listened to my body. I'm making sure I'm really pampering myself and really looking after myself. And it it is difficult because as soon as you stop doing, you know, more physical exercise, you think, oh no, I'm not seeing the progress. And the other day I was thinking, oh, you know, I was saying to my husband, I said, oh gosh, I feel like I'm going a bit jelly-like again. Because it's amazing how quickly when you stop doing an intensity of exercise that you start to lose your tone and I thought gosh I'm gonna have to be so careful of what I eat to make sure I don't put on weight and I don't go backwards and it's so difficult I think sometimes when you keep working towards these goals and honestly over the last couple of years I keep feeling like ah I've made some progress and then something's come along and it stops me, whether it's been due to illness or, or whatever it is. And I feel like ping, I'm going all the way back to the start. You know, like if, um, like on those inflatables, you can get tied to yourself and you've got to try and run to the end with almost like a little bungee rope attached to you. And you've got to run and run to again, get as far as you can go. But then something, you trip over or you fall and then you go flying backwards. It feels sometimes that it can be a bit like that. And I know I'm not alone with this. I know there's many of you out there that experience the things that I do, that you try incredibly hard to work and improve on your well-being. And yet, no matter what, there seems to be something else that sets you back. But this time, I would say what I've learned over the years is actually I'm not going back to where I was three years ago. I'm not even going back to where I was a year ago. And I think sometimes I've got to think that actually I'm not going backwards. I am still going forwards. And that past is feeding me forward because I know that I've got the tools and I'm equipped to keep pushing myself to be the best version of myself. Yes, I cannot do the intensity of exercise that I would love to do right now. But instead, I can still do walking and that's okay. And also what I've started to do is make plans with my children of things I'm looking forward to be able to doing. And one example is that we went out the other weekend and there was this 
parkrun on and my children were like whoa what's this a parkrun this looks really great fun and so we were talking about it and I was explaining what it is and they were like oh I'd love to do that now for me one of my goals once I get better and I'm allowed to run again because I can't wait to run again me and my kids said right let's do let's do a parkrun together so that's one of our goals and it's like brilliant that's so exciting to look forward to now I know I'm not going to be able to do it immediately post-surgery but it's still a goal that I can work towards. Once I'm better and I've got the okay, I can start building up. I can use the couch to 5k as a prime example because I've done it before and I can't wait to be able to do it again. And I think when we have these little hiccups in our lives, the best thing to do is to try and focus on what you can do. And I think it's very easy for all of us to automatically go, well, well, I, I, I can't possibly work out, so therefore my fitness is going to fall through the floor. Oh, I can't possibly do what I want to do. I haven't got the time, I haven't got the energy to cook myself good, nutritious food, so I'm just going to survive on junks just to get me through this, this next three phase. Oh, I can't cope with what I'm doing, so I'm just going to watch absolute rubbish TV and you know, I'm not going to make time for me. And you can just see how those ripple effects start to take into effect, don't they? And I've been there. I have, I have done that. You almost do like a self-sabotage, don't you? You sabotage yourself and your progress. And then you feel guilty because you think, why have I done that? I don't deserve to make myself feel that way. And I shouldn't do that. And without a doubt, I have found this last week or so quite hard. And by the time, you know, I get to surgery, I think I would have been close to three weeks off of my medication. And so in that time to stop doing the intensity of exercise that I was doing is without a doubt going to, in a way, feel like I'm losing fitness. But then I know I'm not because I'm still walking. But it's funny how our minds play tricks on us and you know there's that that inner critic that comes out and says oh no you're not doing so well now you're going back to square one and it's not it's not true is it it's a temporary blip and I know I've got to go through this to get to where I want to be and then I know I'm just gonna fly and I'm really excited for this next phase because what these last few weeks have reminded me is how awful I felt last year and how much I struggled with that mentally. And I've talked about that before. So it almost feels like I'm going to be getting a new lease of life. And I can't wait for that. But I know that all of us, whatever you've got going on in your lives, we all have periods where we have setbacks. Whether it's suddenly you've got something horrendously stressful going on at work and you don't know how to cope. So you just go into survival mode. And you just grab what you can when you can. And that's what you're doing. And that's okay on a short term, but it's not feasible on a long term. Because our stress, our cortisol, our stress hormone level will be in overdrive. And then if that's in overdrive, then it has a knock-on effect on all your other hormones. And how our body processes food, processes our emotions, and how our gut and digestion is working. And it affects our mood. It affects everything. 
And then obviously long-term stress can, you know, lead to a number of health issues and cancers and even early death, which is, you know, horrific. But I'll talk about stress in more detail in another, in another episode. But it might be the fact that you've got a family crisis going on currently. Maybe you're someone who's suffering from bullying, from emotional abuse of some variety, or, I don't know, whatever it is, maybe you're just having real financial hardship, or just general difficulties in figuring out where you want to be and what you want to do in your life. We all have our different things that we have going on. That's life, isn't it? We all know that. But how we start to challenge ourselves to overcome these setbacks and these hurdles is what really makes us. And at the end of the day, for me, it's about mindset. I'm always someone who has had a positive outlook on life. And I guess that's partly to do with how I'm, I've been raised and how I've been nurtured with all the people that have been in my life. And I do appreciate how challenging it is to manage those setbacks. But like I've talked about before, when we look at our well-being and we look at our lives, we are the sole owner. We're the only person who can change, challenge and make a difference to our lives. How we live our lives is our choice. And we can make changes every single day to improve our well-being. So I know right now, yes, I can't do that high intensity exercise, but I'm making sure instead I'm getting out for a walk every day. Now, whether that's just me walking the kids to school and back, some days that's enough, or whether another day I might go for a slightly longer walk, depending how I'm feeling, then that's okay. But as long as I'm getting out in the fresh air and I'm doing a little walk every day, then that's great. That is my goal at the moment. And on top of that, my other goal is really focusing on my nutrition, making sure I'm eating well, that I'm not tempted to eat rubbish because I know when I don't eat good food, I don't feel as great. I feel lethargic and sluggish and it's not good for my gut and it has a knock-on effect. I know that. So wherever possible, and you will see if you follow me on social media, trying to share with you what I'm eating to inspire you to have a go at new things or just maybe you're you're stuck in a rut with what you're eating and you need a bit of a shake up. So I'm trying to inspire you to share what I have. I'm also making sure that I really look after my rest and, and relaxation time. So whether that's you know, me having a nice bath, whether it's making time for reading, journaling, one of my favourite things to do. Whatever it is within those elements that just help me. And reminding me how much, you know, I love myself and my gratitude to my body for keeping me safe, for keeping me alive and being able to do the things that I want to do. Yes, I can't do everything I want to do right now, but I know it's only short term before I can do more. And so I think some days I can feel quite overwhelmed 
and it's hard to process everything and you just think oh I feel really rubbish today I feel really low and on those days I always make sure I give myself a top to toe pamper because it instantly boosts me it instantly lifts me out of feeling low and my daughter bless her heart at the moment I think she's been worrying quite a bit about me you know and she's at an age where she's not stupid she knows what's going on and obviously it's still coupled a bit with the impact of COVID and things as she's developed a, a bit of anxiety as a result and like many children across the country and the other day she came home and she was really overwhelmed and she was feeling really low and she was telling her telling me that she was you know rubbish at maths that she couldn't do this that she couldn't do that and she's never going to be able to do these things and she was just telling herself a horrible story and I said actually darling you need to change your narrative and stop telling yourself what you can't do and believe in what you can and know that you can and will be able to do those things it's a question of planning, it's a question of preparation, it's a question of make, getting the right support. And it goes the same for when we talk about our well-being, isn't it? Exactly the same. So bless her heart, she, you know, she was really overwhelmed. So we talked through how she was feeling and what we were going to do about it. And then she was still a bit teary and a bit emotional. And I thought, right, come on, let's go have a bath. So she had a lovely bath, nice soak. We carried on chatting about her feelings while she was having a bath. And then afterwards, I made sure I covered her in a beautiful body lotion. I gave her legs and her feet a bit of a massage, as well as her arms and her hands. I really brushed her hair and just made her feel lovely. And at the end of it, she was like, thank you, mummy. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for understanding and thank you for believing in me. And isn't that amazing? I mean, I'm very fortunate we have an incredible relationship and I always encourage her to talk to me about how she's feeling. We do as a family, we very openly talk about our emotions and our feelings. And I think that that's something that's very important because we all struggle. We all have our moments where our hormones are all over the place. You know, bless her, she's growing and her hormones are, <laughs> are all over the place. It's like a knock-on effect, isn't it? But if I'm starting to teach her at her young age how she needs to nurture her well-being and recognise how she needs to talk to herself and believe in herself, then that's only going to have a ripple effect. And those lessons that I see her learning reiterate the lessons we teach ourselves and the conversations that I have with my clients and my friends and my family. That actually all of us will have good days, all of us will have some more challenging days. But it's how we choose to respond and how our mindset follows that. And I don't deny, some days it all gets too much and you go, Phew. can't deal with it. Draw a line under it start fresh the next day journal your thoughts and instead of thinking what you can't do start to think what you can do and build that confidence in you can and you will overcome setbacks no matter how hard it is and it's also a question of what you set yourself as your goals okay 
So I'm someone who, for the last couple of years, has been focused on my well-being. So coupled within that, for me personally, is about fitness. It's about me losing weight. It is about ensuring I prioritise myself. It's ensuring I have relaxation and that nutritionally I really look after myself and eat the best that I can. That I really fuel my body with goodness. Now, there's a lot of things in there within my well-being that I'm working on. And I'm not someone who is focused and obsessed with weight loss, okay? And I don't really like to use it as that because I know I've come a long way. I don't really weigh myself that regularly. I don't measure myself or any side of things like that. And I will talk more about weight in a, in a future episode. But if you're someone out there who, you know, is obsessively calorie counting, who is obsessively going on the scales, then that's not healthy. It's about building in habits that will transform your well-being. And it's not just one area. It's a ripple effect. It's looking at all of them as a whole. And if you're someone who needs help with that, then let me know. Let me help you. Let me mentor you. Let me guide you into being the best version of yourself. I really do appreciate and understand the complexities of life and all the challenges that we face. But right now, I've got a positive mindset. I know that I currently am not able to do everything that I want to do, but that's okay. So I focus on what I can do. So take time have a think what can you do right now what can you do to improve your well-being what can you do for you every single day no matter how small the best habits always start small and you build up from there I wish you luck with exploring it and I hope in some way this has given you some encouragement that no matter how hard setbacks can be, you can and you will overcome them. You can nourish your well-being. Remember you're the sole owner, so go out there, grab it and be the best version of yourself.